Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We guys hope you had a great weekend. Those of you who watched the show Friday might remember that I mentioned that we're going to start a new series within a series. So we're going to take our relationship series, which already has, I think, over 25 episodes, and we're going to start like a mini series within it just about communication. Okay. And tonight we're going to talk about the importance of communication, but not in the way you might think. And, and let me just start by saying people say that communication is the most important thing in a relationship. And that's not quite true. The most important thing in a relationship is that it be divinely inspired, that God actually brought it together. The Bible says the steps of a righteous person are ordered by the Lord. This idea that a lot of people have that you can just kind of go out with whoever and then God will make it work is really just, uh, that's not, it's just not reality. It's not true. Okay. And on that same point, while communication is absolutely essential, essential to a successful relationship, listen to this. It's also just as essential to making sure that the wrong relationships fail, okay? Not every relationship is supposed to be successful. You got to get that out of your head. I mean, I hear this all the time. Well, how do, you know, how do I fix this with my girlfriend? How do I fix that? Maybe you're not supposed to. Maybe that relationship should just fail. You can't, you know, very few people are going to wind up marrying the first person they date. And I'm sure glad I didn't. And I'm especially glad this one didn't. All right. I mean, Kristen actually had, uh, she tells a story one time she was uh, at the front of the church praying and some random woman came up to her and said she had a word from God that Kristen was supposed to marry her son. It's like, okay, probably not. Um, and, and thank God that never happened. And the point is simply this, that yes, we want the right relationship to succeed, but the wrong relationship will get in the way of it and cause all kinds of other problems. And the reason people stay in wrong relationships Okay. Is that they don't communicate because they're afraid that if you communicate, then you're going to find out something that you don't like. And then the relationship fails. It's a lot like people who won't go to a doctor when they're feeling sick because they don't want the doctor to tell them something's wrong. Well, that's not going to change anything, right? It doesn't, <laughs> it's not going to change the underlying problem. And look, I get it. Okay. It's difficult to find anybody. And when you find somebody who you're attracted to, that's a big step in the right direction. And if that person happens to be attracted to you, I mean, you know, that's, you're ahead of the game right there. And that's hard enough. And so a lot of times, since none of us want to be lonely, and we certainly don't want to go through life lonely, you find someone you're attracted to, she's attracted to you, okay? And you just kind of want to keep it at that surface level area, okay? Because you don't want to mess that up. You don't want to be lonely. You don't want the relationship to fail. You don't want any ugliness. And so you stay at the surface. And the problem is you can stay at the surface for a while and you can miss your destiny. And worse, you can wind up getting married to the wrong person. Okay. And you can have kids with the wrong person. Now, I'm not saying God can't turn beauty out of ashes. I'm not saying he can't fix a problem, but it's better not to miss your destiny in the first place and then have to have God fix it later. Hey, guys, listen. I'm an attorney, and I would say more than half of my cases are divorces. 
And, you know, I've talked about that in the past. I'm not happy about doing it, but that's where God has me. And I've learned a lot about relationships from it. And one of the things I've learned is that more often than not, divorcing doesn't involve really bad people. And there are exceptions. I get it. There, there are times when someone cheats on the wife or vice versa, and I get it. But so often, it's really just two people who really never should have been married in the first place. And you can say they should go to counseling. They can learn to communicate. And yeah, there's that. But honestly, a lot of these people were just inherently incompatible. And believe me, everyone who comes to me says the same thing, right? They all want to tell me about how the person they married is just the worst human being and they're crazy and all that. And it's like, well, first of all, you married them, okay? So I don't think they changed. That could happen. But what's more likely is you just blinded yourself to the reality of who that person was because you guys refused to go deep early on. There is no mathematical chance that all of my clients just happen to be the good one and everyone on the other side just happens to be the bad one. What is more likely happening is that neither of them, more often than not, are actually bad people, okay? They were just incompatible people. Compatibility, like I said, is just God brought it together. It doesn't mean you have to be the same. My parents are very, very different people, different human beings, okay? Krista and I are really very similar. But in both cases, I'm confident that God brought us together, okay? God sometimes uses differences to improve you, but also sometimes uses similarities to strengthen you. God works in mysterious ways, okay? It's not just about, when we talk about compatibility, we're not just talking about like you guys like the same movies. We're talking about God specifically purposed you and specifically purposed her to be together. And sometimes it doesn't make sense on the surface, but when you put God at the center of your relationship, okay, and you try to communicate with the other person, then you find out whether you're supposed to be in that relationship. Now, look, it's a weird thing because I dated somebody for a little while before I met Kristen. And looking at the time, I was certain that I was supposed to date this person. And looking back on it, I can see how God used it. But I'm also certain we weren't supposed to be together. She wasn't a bad person. She was a good Christian person and she was a believer, went to church together. And now she's married to someone else who I believe is a Christian also. And God bless them. Good for them. But God didn't want she and I to be married, even though we did have a lot of things in common. We had a lot of things we didn't have in common, though. And thankfully, we had the deep discussions that allowed us to figure out that we just weren't on the same wavelength in life for whatever reason. It, was, it wasn't that there was anything wrong with either of us. It was just that God didn't purpose us for each other. And here's the thing. Listen to this. If you're afraid of having that conversation, it's more often than not that you are not exercising faith. Because what you're saying is, if this relationship that I'm in blows up, I don't know what's on the other side of it. At least this thing is in front of me, and so I'll take my chances. Guys, that's not faith. Faith is, I don't know if this is right or wrong. I'm going to give this over to God. And if it's wrong, I know God has something even better. And I've told this to Kristen before. I don't hold myself out to be the most perfect person who ever walked the face of the earth. But one of the things I'm so glad about is that 10 years ago, and this, which would be about nine years before I met Kristen, and I had, you know, various different opportunities to go out with different women, just like Kristen had all kinds of opportunities to go out with different men. I had discernment enough back then to know that if this is what God doesn't want for me, then what God does want for me has to be even better because God will never cheat you. Okay. God will just take you from something that's imperfect. It's going to cause you problems that you might think you want, but you really don't into something that is exceedingly abundantly 
above all you can ask or imagine. And to get there, guys, communication is the key. That's the, that's the point of the sermon. Communication is the key. Expressing what you want, what you want out of life, what your hopes and dreams are, and that other person doing the same and having those conversations. And only then are you really going to be able to figure out, is this someone who I'm supposed to be with? Or is the definition of success in this relationship for this relationship to fail? Just like not every job that you're in is supposed to be the job you spend the rest of your life in. Some of your friends, you're going to have to get rid of. That's just how it is. Some of your friends are no good for you. It's the same thing with your relationships. And so I'll just end with this. Just don't be afraid of it. Exercise faith. Don't be afraid of the conversation. If the relationship isn't going to work out, put your trust in God that the right relationship will work out. And in so doing, have that, have those deep conversations, have the courage to have it, to see not if so much if it's going to succeed or fail, and that's kind of a negative way of looking at it, to see if it's going to succeed or if God wants you to move on to a greater success. That's the purpose. All right, guys, that's my message for you today. So good. So good. Well, I don't want to go into my dating stories, the dating memoir. <laughs> I don't, don't want to go there. But you know what? I will say that just like you said about all of that, it's God def- definitely, when you ask him in every situation, in a relationship and all everything, he's going to show you. And what I came to realize, I used to, lo- I still love to journal a lot uh, before I met Jordan, trying to figure out and discern. Um, you know, I came to realize that there, the the warning bells. If if you feel anxious, if you feel like okay, nothing's wrong, but it's not right. And yeah, and if you just can't, like, you start to get really, you know, just kind of upset within and turmoil, just thinking about uh, spending the rest of your life with somebody. That's probably an indication you shouldn't get married to them. I learned that lesson. Um, because I think sometimes it's easy to say if something happens or the person doesn't treat you well or um, something like this, and, and sometimes it's it's not easy to see if you're if you're in that relationship um, and you're clouded by it. But sometimes that's easier. What's hard, I think, is when you have somebody who is a very nice person right. and is willing to do whatever for you and you feel so bad because you are like, okay, God, well, I, I know I'm not really like that was my experience a lot. Like, I don't really want to marry this person, but it's a fear of, okay, well, maybe you don't have the perfect person, but he, he's good enough. I'll just settle. And, and I know he's going to be kind to me and, and do whatever, um, it within his power to be kind to me. So I'll just, I'll just go along with that. And every time that I would start to head in that direction, God would show me. God will show you. God will, it's amazing how God will show you, give you red flags, give you, um, and again, like Jordan said, they're not bad people. I had a lot of people who had things in common with or whatever, but God showed me. And when you seek and you ask him, God will show you just like that. Conversely, when I met Jordan, I, pretty much knew right away that he was the person I wanted to spend the rest of my life with, but I still was like, I know, right? I was like, okay, let me make sure every single step of the way I was so, so, so um, tedious about it. And I would ask the Lord, ask the Lord. And instead of getting red flags, instead of getting step backs, instead of getting, okay, what was I thinking? It was green light, green light, green flag, green flag all the way. And when we had those conversations, and I love having 
deep conversations with him because it just brings us closer and closer. And so um, I think that's such a great principle with it, whether that's in relationships, whether that's in, um, you know, in anything in life, you don't want to birth an Ishmael. You want to make sure you have the Isaac promise that God right. has given you. You want to make sure that whatever the situation is, if you're just trying to, to kind of put it in your own control and say, okay, I can fix this. I can make sure I have this right now, whatever it is. You know, we're looking to buy a house, you know, whatever it is. Okay, well, this is good enough right now. Let's, let's just, so we don't have to worry about it. Instead, making sure if it kind of, if it, ah, uh, if it doesn't feel right, that's not just, you know, Jiminy Cricket that let the conscious be your guide. Conscious, <laughs> it's, it's God telling you something. It, you it, it certainly could be, and you have to really discern it. Um, I just want to be clear about something. I hope some of you who've been married, don't think that I just gave you a word from God that you're supposed to go out and get divorced. That's True. not what I mean. Now, yes. if you're already in that situation, you've made a commitment, then listen, God will give you, God can give you beauty for ashes and he can fix the situation. He can cause miracles to happen. Okay. So I'm not trying to encourage people to get divorced unless you're in, you know, a bona fide, uh, abusive relationship. That's not what I mean. I'm simply just talking about for people who aren't in that stage yet. Okay. That it's, it's better to, um, not act out of fear. And just cling to somebody who you don't really even want to get to know because you're because you're afraid of what you'll find out. That's really the wrong way of going about things. Okay, if you're not married, it'll it's come best, out eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're not married, it's best just to have the deep conversations that you maybe don't want to have and see what comes of it. Okay, uh, but if you are married, you know, then you both of you need to submit to God and say, God, do a perfecting work in us. You know, bend us uh, toward each other and toward your will. And, and make us the couple that you want us to be. That's very so, true. I'm so glad you clarified that. End on that before I start encouraging people to get divorced. That's here. true. And if we do come in and we've talked about this a lot and you see this in, in what you do of a generation where it used to be where if you had a, an issue or something, you would work towards fixing it. And now people are just like, ah, I don't even want to go there. We've grown apart. Well, everybody's disposable that. now. So that's that's so important and, and and you know part of the problem is also people go into marriages with the attitude like well we can always just get divorced yeah. i gotta tell you guys no. i do divorce divorces destroy people no i mean we don't we don't treat our serious criminals the way we treat people getting divorced in court <laughs> so you don't want to do it you don't want to lose your house you don't want to lose your family you don't want to lose your youth and everything like that so um it, it's 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 best to do things right from the beginning, which is, you know, get God involved and keep him there. All right. And the, just one more thing to add to that about communication, the Holy Spirit in anything, you know, anytime that we feel like, okay, we're, what, what are we going to do with this situation? You're going to have that, even if you're the most compatible people in the world. So the thing is to come before the Lord in prayer and ask the Holy Spirit to help you when you're having a little bit of like, how come we're not communicating this properly? Make sure the Holy Spirit can give you the ears to hear what your your partner's trying to say and give you the mouth to say. Especially what if your partner's trying to say, maybe it's not going to work out between us. You know? Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Don't just listen to what they say. Listen to the subtext also. You know? Yeah, that's, true. that's true. All right, babe. Why don't you lead us in prayer? Okay. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you for... Thank you for... I, you know, people say thank you for unanswered prayers, but I, I don't really like that because I believe every prayer is answered, even if it's not the way in which at the current time we want to be answered. You answer every prayer and you take care of every need that we have. So thank you for I for when we seek you, 
You deliver us from all of our fears, Lord. You give us wisdom and you give us a discerning heart. Thank you, Lord, that you have led Jordan and I to this point together. And thank you that you've led every person listening to where they are. It's not a surprise to you where each person is on their life journey, Lord. I pray that you would, for all of our single people out there, um, I pray for women and men who are just asking you, where is the person? Where is he or she, Lord? That you give them discerning hearts, Lord, and the proper mixture of going after and going, you know, going after and pursuing and the proper mixture of resting in you, God, and trusting in you, the action and resting in all things. And for all people, Lord, I pray for our married couples who are needing to have, have some barriers in their communication. Would you reveal to them what those barriers are and help them to get closer to you and to each other? Holy Spirit, come in. And, and not just for married couples. I pray for all families. I pray for, you know, there's a lot of people who have communication, um, blockage. I feel like, um, God wants to release you, release that person you're communicating with. For some people, I'm feeling like it's a, a parent to child relationship. And by parent to child, I mean, it could be a child 5, 15, 25, 35, um, that you feel like you're not, close to. I pray for those barriers and boundaries to be broken. I pray for all family relationships. I pray for even bosses and coworkers and people just communicating and being able to being able to get on the proper level and um, really understand and for us to listen um, and to com- communicate with you, God. Help us to Prayer is talking with God and communicating with you. Help us to listen to you and help us to talk to you, Lord. And sometimes it gets out of balance. Sometimes we're not really having a conversation with you. God, help us to do that. Help us to know you and be known by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to pray very briefly then. I know you have someone to pray for. I want to pray for our elections on Tuesday. God, we pray that peace and justice prevails and calm prevails and that, you know, the outcome is known and knowable and that, uh, you know, everything goes smoothly with that. God, protect all your people, please. Father God, I pray also for my friend, Nicole, our friend, Nicole, and her medical situations. We thank you for her and we pray that we pray supernatural blessings and healings over her. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And we pray, yes, I second that, uh, what Jordan said about the elections and for Nicole. And God, I also pray for um, someone who asked on our last video, Gabriel asked us to pray for him and asked for a prophetic word. And Gabriel, I just know that God has you. I feel like you need to know that God has you, that he knows your address. He knows where you are. He knows, he sees you and he sees your hurt and he sees what has been troubling you and it comes as no surprise to him. And before you were born, he knew you. He knit you together in your mother's womb and he cares for you. You are special and you are divinely appointed. So I pray that as you get closer to him, that he would show you that he has so many things for you, so many giftings, so many ministries for you and so many places that he wants to heal in you and allow you to be able to heal other people. 
In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Great job. You want to close this out? Sure. If you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is the perfect time to do that. And um, all you have to do is follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. You prayed that prayer. We're so excited for you. Send us a message or you can comment on this video. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. I hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you again Friday, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. As always, until then, be blessed and be a blessing. You should say bye. Just say like, oh, bye. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing Grace.